The Musters on the Farm. Brought to you by Southland District Council. Working together for a better Southland. Welcome back to the Master Friday afternoon with Andy Muir, the day before the big weekend, as we go and catch up with Steve Henderson, Awarua dairy farmer. G'day Steve-o, how's things? Very good, thanks Andy. Hope all is well up there. Yeah, looking, going pretty good I think, mate. Can't really complain. I mean, everybody you talk to, they're just um, pretty chipper about the way the weather's panned out, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, that's understandable from, from what we've come out of. I think the whole district's looking pretty good. I'll... Um get a good drive-by today as I head to Amakau, get a bit of a scout of the two regions. How's things looking down your way? Last time we spoke, you'd had a really good rain and you were holding up pretty good. Um, since then, how's things transpired? Yeah, we have, yeah. So we've took a bit of in across the whole dairy platform and a bit of project too to sort of boost pasture covers up. Um, those project paddocks are getting grazed now. We're, we're around 1850, which we need to dry off about 1900, and we're, we're gaining about 200 kilos a week so at this stage if this forecast says what it is and soil temperatures stay as they are um, especially for the next 10 days yeah, we'll dry off in a pretty comfortable position So you're pretty happy with where you're situated at the moment I guess for the season Yep yeah, it's, it's changed a lot from last three weeks um, you know with the hesitation of coals not getting away and, and feeding cows just for the sake of it you actually um, we've pulled a bit of supplement out and obviously all of the coals haven't gone yet but you're not, you're not in that panic mode of um, yeah, trying to find excess feed, try and feed them to keep them on hand just to cull them. So you're actually getting a bit of milk out of them. It's um, not a huge cost at the moment. Well, yeah, it's good. To see. It's interesting, though. Like we talk about the rainfall that you see around the province. You talk about what you've got there. And you just tell people about how Southland is just a province of varying rainfall. I think the Waikato is very similar as well, like where they are there. Where they're situated, sorry, in regards to the hills, etc. Very microclimate type situation. Southland's the same, but what you've had there, are you basically, you won't be too far behind schedule for rainfall for the year now, will you? Uh, we're still about 250 mils behind. Oh, well, there yeah, you go. So, uh, yeah, it was, the, it was the January, February that killed us. Um, yeah, and I suppose we will make it up at some stage, um, hopefully not during winter, but ideally make it up in um, November, December, at the end of the season, or end of the year, sorry. So you're sitting pretty as far as your baleage situation. Of course, you do everything on a grass, winter grass feeding, um, 100%. You got everything in order there? So we just made our last bales yesterday uh, from the oats and moata. So we've got our final bale count. We're going to be short. Um, there's a bit of grazing out there that we'll have to kick some cows to. And our, our other option is um, we put our light cows onto PK. So we just need to know how much PK we'll contract through June, July. Put our light cows on PK um, at the on the trailer and yeah it's, it's much of a must it's, it's not cheaper than buying in baleage so that's the track we go down uh, for light cows will just mean more cows are getting PK so coming out of the end of this winter they certainly uh, get their condition score up and we've sort of followed through that for a couple of years and amazing results are better obviously because of the higher condition score so yes it's a cost to feed them but it's also a bit of a cost gain as you um get better mating results out of those cows that would have been lighter anyway um, had we not done PK. So, yeah, it's a useful tool for us. Now, your staff member, we spoke to you a couple of weeks ago. You guys went on social media to look for a new staff member. How did it pan out? 
so we had some pretty good applicants. We got it down to about four or five of, um, like I said last time, applicants that wanted to apply because they knew what they were getting themselves into. Mm-hmm. They didn't get all that, that rubbish, so to speak. And what it was is actually an existing uh, staff member approached us to see if we still had the position available. And it was literally at the fall of the hammer that um, she approached us and said, hey, I miss the team environment, I miss these things. And um, we said, hell yeah, yep, yep, come back. So the team um, will be happy with her back and I suppose a bit of a bit of a saving with training and could just slot back into the system too and, and we appreciate that as well. Were you wary of taking on somebody you have of prior experience already been at your farm or were you looking at other candidates and decided, well, they know the fit of what we're doing, we're just gonna run with it? Yeah, it was they all they all had their um, you know, pros and cons and um yeah, she, she fitted the system. She went away close to the family and then obviously learned a lot in the last couple of years. Um, and, yeah, probably probably uh, matured a bit and grown a few more skills. So still wants to learn a lot and, yeah, it'll work well. I'm sorry, just got a bit of scot in my throat. <laughs> uh, that's not your concern. So obviously you're stocked up for the winter. You've got your feed sorted. You've got all your staff on board. Everything looks pretty hunky-dory. Yep, there's not too many concerns. Um, no, whatever jumps out of the blue will jump out of the blue, but yeah, as much as you can control, it's, it's sort of looking pretty positive. So you're away to Omicow for the weekend, look for some sky rats by the sounds of it? Yep, yep, we head up there each year. It's um, probably like 95% of other people out there. You, you look forward to getting up there on Friday, and by Joe's, you're pleased to leave there on Sunday. So yeah. it's a sort of, sort of duck shooting crew that it's good to catch up once a year, but yeah, about once a year is enough. <laughs> it's um yeah that's the thing though like just talking before to Nigel Woodhead same thing it's it's just a routine everybody's done it they've done it the same way for so long now um and does you just catch up it's a camaraderie everything just comes on board doesn't it for the weekend yes yep yep it's, it's the same thing that here like same thing different day like nothing really changes apart from probably each family's got another kid involved or some such thing for the past 12 months but yeah the people don't change what you do doesn't change, what you eat doesn't change. Yeah, it's one of those things that's pretty set in stone. You yourself, Steve, are you a fan of eating them? Yep, I don't mind the old duck. Um, I get a bit carried away and make some sticks of salami, so got about 40 sticks of salami we make each year and it gets you through to the next duck shutting, so yeah, it's a way to use the feet. Yeah, they're a pest, but um, you can get some good breast meat out of them and make something that can last a year. No, we enjoy it. Hey, Steve Henderson, Awarua Dairy Farmer, and good enough to speak to us every couple of weeks here on The Muster. Thanks for your time, mate. You have a great weekend. Chat next time. No worries. Thanks, Andy. Cheers. Steve Henderson there, Dairy Farming down south, not far between the Vakalgan Bluff at Awarua. Uh, on The Muster Friday afternoon, we finish up with Nick Bewley, Newstalk ZB Sporting Juno out of Christchurch. Just chew the fat over a bit of code, league, and a few other matters that come to mind. That's up next before we wrap up for the hour. Right.